everyone and welcome to the Atomic Cinema Experiment. I am Peter. I am joined, as always, by Tara. Greetings, citizens. Very nice. A little bit of different delivery there from normal. Uh, shaking things up. I can appreciate well, it. You had such like a you had so many pauses in between the introduction of me. So I continue the pausing. Okay. Channeled my inner shatter. Yeah, we talk about sci-fi movies on this show. It's a science fiction movie podcast. And this episode, we are going to talk about Death Race 2000, continuing our little 70s sci-fi period slash month. I I don't know exactly how these are going out yet. Maybe a month, maybe a themed month. Uh, But um, So this is a movie that I hadn't seen before, uh, which you were surprised by. Yes, I have seen this movie before. Yes. Uh, I was confused, actually, because when I looked it up, I thought this was a sequel to something, because there's a movie called Death Race from two years before it, but it does not appear to be related to this. I, I, I'm i not aware of Death Race. But ever. There was a remake, I remember the remake coming out in 2008, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who butchered my Resident Evil franchise, The Prick. <gasps> How dare they? The, the Statham one? Yes, the Statham one, yeah. I never saw that either. I've never seen any Death Race movie, but when I looked up... The... Uh, I, think I, I think I saw it, but it it wasn't good. I think like... when I looked up... I'm just going to go back here. When I looked up the Death Race franchise on Wikipedia, I was shocked at how many there were. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's like straight to, di- to video ones. Because there's Death Race 2000... Right, from the one we're going to talk mm-hmm. about today from 1975, right? Uh, new, uh, Roger Corman produced New World Pictures, you know, start of that kind of era. Uh, there was the remake in 2008. There was a sequel in 2010 to that called Death Race 2. And then after that, there's a sequel called Death Race 3 Inferno from 2013. I assume that's directed video. In 2017, mm-hmm. there's Death Race 2050, which was produced by Roger Corman and is a direct sequel to the original Death Race 2000. Well, we got to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, we got to do that one at the very least. Uh, starring uh, uh, some people. Um, <laughs> on. Not robots? Uh, but, uh, but there's one after that, though. There's Death Race Beyond Anarchy from 2018, starring Danny Trejo, who I think <laughs> who who came back. I assume he had a small role in one of the remake movies, but I don't, I don't know which one. Uh, Machete. Yes. But, yes. Uh, Death Race 2050 stars Malcolm McDowell, Manu Bennett, who I know from, he was Destro Conaro, uh, uh, Marcy Miller, and a couple other people. Uh, Yancey Butler's in there, who was in Kick-Ass. So, like, there's a couple of people in there that are names. All right, all right. Pretty high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, I assume. <laughs> well, let me click on it and find out. Uh, let me click on it. Reception on Wikipedia. Where does it say? Critical reception. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an aggregated rating of 89%. What? Hold on. <laughs> Based on nine reviews. So it's not a lot of reviews, admittedly. That's still pretty promising. Not a big sample pool. Scott Win- Weinberg, reviewing it for The Nerdist, said, All very clunky and in a ramshackle and a kitschy, but there's just a part of the shaggy dog charm of the production. <laughs> what a weird compliment. Uh... So, so, this sounds like good bad. Yeah, it does, not, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. There's one more here. And Sebastian Zavala, writing for ScreenAnarchy.com, declared it's got got enough blood, gut, simplistic political commentary, scenery, chewing, and terrible special effects for it to become a cult classic. I'm sold. All right, we, we have to watch this movie. Yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. But anyway, so... Death Race 2000. We'll start spoiler-free, of course, as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we get into spoilers. This is a movie set in the year 2000, <laughs> the not-too-distant future. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind... Our old future, yes. my favourite. Directed... Obviously, it was made in 1975, or came out in 1975, so uh, in the film universe's history, uh, in 1980, uh, society kind of collapsed, and uh, the world kind of changed. And every year... This is, this is very... I was getting a little bit of Hunger Games from this premise. And oh, also, very much. Yeah, and, and I was thinking Hunger Games a lot. Uh, so basically, every year, they have this death race. The gladiator race. fight, you know. Kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, they have this death race, which I would describe... I would describe this movie, actually, as a cross between Hunger Games and Wacky Races. Don't know Wacky Races. 
I was getting like a hung, Hunger Games and like Running Man vibes, but those are very similar types of Sure, films. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, could, I, I could see Running Man, yeah. Uh, Wacky Races is a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Have you ever heard of Dick Dastardly and Motley? Ever heard of those characters? No, I've heard of Hanna-Barbera. Well, okay. I mean, given, I mean, this is from like the sixties. I expect you to know the older stuff. Come on. Um, no. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's just a really fun cartoon where every every episode is a race, and Dick Dastardly and Mutley are the two that are always trying to cheat, and they always, you know, you know, comes back in their faces. Um, and you have all these characters. Like each car's got a theme. And each racer's, you know, with that theme. So there's, there's like two cavemen in like a sort of little cave, caveman style car. There's, uh, you know, okay. so on and so on. Pretty sure I had like micro machines with the same thing. Oh yeah, I, I could see that. So, and I'm pretty sure that was the 60s. So it wouldn't surprise me if this was even an inspiration. You know, Wacky Races was like kind of, let's do a violent R-rated version of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> The death race itself is a race between five cars, each with two people in it, a driver and a navigator. Um, what the navigator is actually doing during the race, I have no idea. The movie didn't justify the second person at all the entire time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're just there to be a companion. Yeah, because they're all couples and they all seem to have sex at the pit stops because there's two pit stops because they're going across country, which they do in three, three days. So there's two like nights where they have a pit stop and like spend the night in a hotel. Um, and get naked massages. More on that later. <laughs> but so not only are they Thank racing, movie. <laughs> not only are they racing all the way from. I, I, actually, I didn't quite catch what was it. I'm assuming New York because it was up in that corner, but I actually don't know if it was New York. It may have been anywhere up there. Uh, I, I think so. I think it was like New New York. New York. Yeah. Because yeah. they they're they're racing to New Los Angeles. Yeah. Why new? Why not just New Angeles? <laughs> Come on, New Los Angeles, uh, New LA. Why actually wasn't Demolition Man? Wasn't it San Angeles? Wasn't that the San Angeles? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Demolition I can't remember. Man. It's been a long time since I've watched that movie. Yeah, I will do it at some but point. That's funny. Uh, so it's this cross country race. They have these pit stops, but on top of just getting there first, which is worth X amount of the the victory, there's also a point system. And what's so weird about this is I've I've joked about this in my own life at some point. Oh yeah, we all have. Without ever seeing this movie, where I've joked because I, I remember like sitting in class in high school joking, and I think it was inspired because if you ever played Die Hard trilogy on PlayStation One, uh, like there was three games in it, right? The first game was like a third-person shooter in a building, right? Like Die Hard One, and then the second game mm-hmm. in it was like a light gun game, like and it was in an airport, like Die Hard Two, and then the third one was a driving game where you're in a taxi cab. Uh, and yeah, it was like crazy taxi. You had to get from A to B, you know, over and over again. But it was instead of picking up passengers, it was like getting to the bomb. So you were disarming it technically by getting to the circle in time. Um, but the the key feature of that Die Hard three game was that if you went into the the the, the POV, you know, camera inside the car, if you ran into civilians, like you'd get blood all over the windscreen. <laughs> <laughs> and the wind wipers would like wipe it away and that was like all you did like you, you got right. the, you got the cheat for infinite time and you just mopped up civilians that is what you did for fun <laughs> with Die Hard 3 and it's funny and I remember it inspiring a conversation and as obviously I was in high school much later than that game that game was when I was like <laughs> I was really young when that game was out but we were talking about it in high school and it, it led to this what about a game that that was the, the point and you got you got like a points value for hitting certain people. You you got you know if you get a wee granny. Yeah, but then you have to like assign <laughs> value to different types of people, and that's where it gets a little sketchy. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to av- you have to avoid race because actually that yeah. is that is completely oh, yeah. sketchy, right? I don't feel that offensive in saying that children are worth double. What about <laughs> all females are worth an additional ten points. Okay, that one's problematic. No the age. Yeah, that one's problematic, <laughs> um, but. Bonus points for grannies and kids, or even what about professions? Like, for example, in this movie, there's a road worker at one point. What about road workers are worth like a road worker bonus, or uh, yeah, like if you get like a priest, that's like mega points. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred points for a priest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's a fun game. We all we all play, it, especially when we all get our first car. We're all just like joking around, like. <laughs> Yeah, don't, I don't actually, I've never actually run anyone over. Yeah, don't mention Sorry. that in your driving test, though. I'm pretty sure you'll get failed on the spot. 
<laughs> yeah, I assign points in my head to, you know, to what I'd get if I knocked certain people down, you know? <laughs> of course, any animal is negative points. Yes, yes. Uh, except from snakes. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, points for snakes. Don't, don't go on. They're not bunnies. They're not dogs or kitties. They're snakes. I don't know. I saw a snake dying once in a row and it made me real sad. Ruined my day. They offer nothing of value. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> they eat rodents. They eat pests. <laughs> nothing of value. Okay. I can kill the pest myself. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so so that's the, that's, the, that's the premise of the sport they're playing, right? It's this yearly race. Uh, but unlike Hunger Games, it's not like a lottery. It's like people who are kind of celebrities. They're famous for doing this every year. Um, and the, the lead one that we kind of get to know is Frankenstein, <laughs> played by David Carradine, who wears like a gimp suit. <laughs> now, is it is it too soon to make jokes? I'm pre- I've heard other people make jokes about how he died because if you don't know, David Carradine died uh, with autoerotic asphyxiation, uh, which yeah, basically he's into the weird stuff. Yeah, which basically means he had a noose around his neck and he was having a wank. Uh, and it got it went too far. Uh, is is I mean that I, I I can't claim to know that much about this. <laughs> that is the my extent of knowledge is that there's some self choking involved whilst masturbating. But if anything, when he get hired for this, says okay, I'll do the movie, but only if I can wear a gimp suit. That that was probably <laughs> in his contract. You know that unfortunately his death has like you know raised awareness. <laughs> it. it well, yeah, thankfully, <laughs> wear a ribbon for him. But <laughs> it's it's more like a, every time I watch a David Carradine movie, I can't not think about it. So like, yeah, if he shows up in, in like a gym suit or like a leather suit or vinyl or whatever, I'm always just like, because <laughs> he's kinky. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why most people don't tell people their fetishes, because that's all you can think about when you look at that person. It's true. Like, he's a consenting adult. He's not. He, har- he he's not himself. He's yes. not. He's not harming anyone else. No, of course not. It's on. It's, if he wants to take the risk, it's on him. And he, you know, he paid the price for it. Um, yeah. Maybe he went. Unfortunately, it was made public. Maybe he went out happier than he could have ever could have done. Maybe maybe this was the way he wanted to go yeah. out. I I don't know. You're right. Maybe he died in that state of bliss of euphoria. You know what? Good for him. Okay. Hopefully, it's been long enough since we've since it's happened that we can make fun of it. <laughs> Almost enough for a bonus, but let's be honest. We've been we've been making fun of this for <laughs> a few minutes. <laughs> I I don't well I don't think we'll have that much to say about Death Race, so maybe not. Uh, yeah, I just <laughs> if only someone could tell Beatrice that that's all it would take to kill Bill. I mean. <laughs> I get it. So, uh, Tara, uh, do you enjoy the movie? <laughs> the movie is. Actually, hold on, hold super... on, hold on, hold on, hold the phone, hold the phone, hold the phone. What? what? You asked me a question. How have I not mentioned this yet? Sylvester Stallone's in this movie. Oh Come my god, on. I we know, have to talk right? about this. This is pre-Rocky and like post the porno movie he made. This is the <laughs> this is the earliest thing I've ever seen Sylvester Stallone in. Uh, it's only a year yeah. before Rocky, so he's, he was clearly like you know busy behind the scenes trying to like get his movie made. He was like, "Yeah, well, come on, let's do Rocky. I want to do this important film that I care about." So I'm going to be I'm going to be in a car. <laughs> We're in this dumb cheap car movie to make some money first. Uh, Go be around a lot of naked girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, young, very very young Sylvester Stallone. And he's and a, not very beefy. And he's, a, he's not a beefcake in this one. No, he's a villain as well. He's like the bad guy. He's the he's the antagonist driver. Yeah, I'm so used to him being the good guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Probably important thing to mention. Yeah, that's probably um, a big thing to mention. That's really where the names end, I think, though. Just David Carradine and Sylvester Stallone. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, but we do have to oh. mention just all, all the cars here, though, all, all the themes, because there's one in particular that stuck out to me as being kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> so, so there's so Frankenstein. Yeah, so Frankenstein's in a gimp suit, and his car's got like a like a fin, like a spiky fin. Uh, it looks like a crocodile or something. Yeah, 
he's got a whole yeah maybe it's like a leather sort of thing like you know crocodile's leather he's, you know he's, he's going for like a, a theme uh you know and i know as a vegan that's upsetting your 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 mood but <laughs> that's what it is uh there's calamity jane who's like a sort of the cowgirl one who's got her mechanic dude as the or, or husband or whatever is the is her spotter or navigator um yeah and they, it's got like the texas bullhorns mm. on it yeah of course uh, david carradine's uh navigators uh this new woman that he's not met before uh he's sort of assigned uh and that Just becomes important some babe yeah some babe <laughs> yes well as he's because he gets this big introduction as he's walking to like, the airport and it's like oh, we don't get to see him we just see his feet as like, all the reporters are asking him questions they're like oh have you met your new spot uh, your navigator yet she's red yeah. hot uh, <laughs> like that that's like so uh there's also there's this, there's this really over the top like tv presenter who like presents the whole thing and he's so yeah, into it yeah. uh this is very like stanley tucci and um hunger games also yeah 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 they, they just ripped this movie off didn't they hunger games hunger, hunger games did. watched this and then the author watched battle royale and went i've got an idea that's what that's what <laughs> happened but anyway there are cars so there's um there's obviously uh Sylvester stallone who's a uh, machine gun joe he's got like a machete in the front of his car uh, yeah, he's got like a gangster look to him, also. Yeah, and he's got, he's got his like wife or whoever is his his navigator, and then we have uh, there was a another the Greek myth one, Greek mythology one. Uh, the only notable thing about these two, because let's be honest, they're kind of the red shirts. They're there to go first, not no you know male spoilers. Yeah. Uh, but the only notable thing about them is just how revealing the woman's top is. I'm pretty sure I could see some nipple coming through that top. I I, I was I, looking. I I think I saw a little side side nip yeah it was it was revealing uh and then the fifth one the one that i really want to bring up because there was one point in the crowd where so all these people have their supporters where there's like you know in the crowd there's like the people who support that person and they've got t-shirts on and stuff i thought i saw a kid with a swastika flag and i thought that's weird why is, yeah. there, why is there a swastika and then in, in rolls in this last car which isn't even like you know color schemed like like nazis it's just this blue car but it happens to have swastikas and they've got and you know they refer to themselves as the master race and i'm like what why what? I, mean, I guess it's showing that like in this this because disto- of the master race yeah okay there's right. a lot of race puns in this yeah she also says uh you know i'm part of the master race women you know she says like a catty line like that at one point <laughs> uh but like the whole thing is like I don't know. It's weird. I, I guess what it's doing. I, I guess it's actually ahead of its time. It's predicting neo Nazis, and it's saying no. There will <laughs> yeah. be a group. But it was weird to me how like the rest of the crowd didn't boo them just for being Nazis. It was weird. I'm like, what is yeah, this? It was, for me, it was it was like, oh, is this like an alternate history where like the Nazis are allies somehow, and like we're all just part of this one, uh, like the whole earth is really America now and we just include everybody or something like that. But I'm not really sure. Well, so that makes like France state number 92. <laughs> I don't know. France really gets like, um, is, is like the butt of a lot of jokes in the movie though. Yeah. For, yeah. They're at war with France. France... For a lot of the comedy that doesn't really work for me. But... Yeah. Uh, so anyway. it's not that I'm a French supporter. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird thing you have to point out but okay uh so i'll ask the question again now that i've gotten the stolen and all the stuff that came from that out of the way uh, tara <laughs> do you enjoy death race 2000 yeah it's stupid but <laughs> I, it's stupid fun <laughs> it's definitely a movie that i have seen i've seen before because it uh it was one that my friends kind of had it in a circle on, on VHS that we would just pass along, like, you gotta watch Death Race. And um, so it's already sort of a death, or like a, a cult classic in my mind. And I'm, that's why I guess I'm surprised that you hadn't seen it or knew about it. It's a song. But yeah, I like it. Like, it's not a good movie. It's not. But it's 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 got a lot of energy. The characters are so over the top. Our hero is ridiculous. And it's it's fun to watch for all those reasons. It's uh yeah, it's surprising that I've not seen because it's definitely one of the sort of things in my wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Maybe but, 
but I uh, no, I enjoyed it. Um, as soon as I realized this was wacky races with like them trying to murder, like which I mean, I have a lot of like logistical problems and like you know common sense issues that I'm going to bring up. Like for example, why is everyone not just hiding in their houses today when because they know this race is on? Like what? I know. There's literally at one point there's a kid playing with a tire in the street, and I'm like, why are you out? Why are the parents letting him out of the street? <laughs> Pull him inside. You should be in a cage <laughs> <laughs> during these three days but i mean geez. don't you know you're worth a lot of points kid <laughs> uh but some... I, I like that a lot of them though seem to be like people who are out there to try to goad them to try to like mm. like we're, we're gonna we're out here just to like to trick them there's a cult there's a culture that's formed around this with people wanting to and obviously we get to the resistance who are trying to like take this whole system down and they're trying to like sabotage yeah. the whole thing but yeah there's people who are there to like play chicken with them and like they say, hey, yeah. I, I went out on death race day and survived, and that, you know, like, oh, like yeah. there's this weird kind of, like, and I actually kind of liked that part of it. It felt really well thought out, essentially. Yeah. And that sense. Yeah, it really did. Uh, obviously, for the most part, though, it's goofy, and there's, like, over-the-top kill scenes, which I did enjoy greatly. Um, I enjoyed the cheesiness of it. Uh, there's one in particular at an old folks' home that really makes me laugh every time. Sure, yes. <laughs> yes. Um really good stuff if, if anything if i if i were to say anything to, to improve this movie i'd say add some more kills there's some more <laughs> like mm-hmm. rack up another half dozen come on uh but i had fun as far as b movies go like i was into this uh it, it didn't end the way i thought it would nope. there's a, a transition to the <laughs> final scene that just was so forced to be like, oh wait oh we're doing oh okay this is where it's ending all right yeah. um as you were <laughs> so uh, but no, Death Race 2000 is uh, a joy. Solid B-movie fun. <laughs> yep, is solid. And as as with a lot of these movies from the 70s... Uh, lots unne- of boobs. Lots of unnecessary boobs uh, throughout. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a weird... Th- yeah, I'll get to that in spoilers, I suppose, but there's a weird bit of repetition as well at one point. Uh, with the boobs, no less. Uh, but I'll mm-hmm. get to that. So... No, it's delightful. I mean, I guess I have to give the spoiler more. I don't, I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I think I was trying to think maybe the score. Um, there is a lot of like classical music that's used. It's like, oh, they're doing the two thousand one thing, and it's kind of nice. <laughs> or it's cheaper because it's it's public domain. Yeah, but I, I like it, though. It makes this kind of, oh, now it's a classy film all of a sudden. <laughs> mm. So, yes. Actually, one thing I can mention is, is at the start, when they're, like, starting the race, there's, like, a really bad, like, backdrop painting of, like, the, the city, like, behind oh, them. Oh, yeah, that's right. I love it. And then at one point, like, a train goes by. <laughs> and it looks so, <laughs> it looks so, like, painted on. It looks, oh, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's this really dodgy backdrop to show us futuristic say. Uh, yeah. So, yes, it's definitely a cheap movie. Though. No one's debating that. Mm-hmm. But they, they have some car explosions. Well, they have some toy car explosions at the very least. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's at least one that goes off a cliff that is definitely a toy as it's falling down. <laughs> that is such a Looney Tune scene. Oh, it is as well. It's exactly it's straight out of the Wiley e. Coyote handbook. <laughs> yeah, it really is, and I but I anticipated it, and it was amazing, and yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, full spoilers then for Death Race Two Thousand. I will take this time to thank our Patreon producers at the time of recording. Although they may change a little bit by the time this goes out. Uh, so, thanks to David Short, Alison M. Fordyce, Cindy Palacios, and Tyler Hess. Uh, that means they're all patrons at the twenty dollar or above tiers. But you don't have to be a patron of that high, do you, Tara? Uh, no, Peter. Um, if you like what we do and you want to support us, you can check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash TV. And donating as little as a dollar per month will get you bonus episodes of The Ace. And you also get bonus episodes of the Horror Podcast, uh, Screams After Midnight, which Peter does with Tim. And there's a whole catalog, back catalog now, of movies you can find. So they tend to be this level. You know, the B-movie, Death Race 2000 types. <laughs> but this isn't a bonus episode, though. This is not a bonus one, no. So, yeah, go check it out. Our, our logic was, if it's good enough for, crit- for Criterion... If it's good enough for Criterion... Yeah. This it's... one, because I had seen it before, I, I did bring that up. Like, 
I think this might be a bonus movie, but it's on Criterion, so... Yeah, well, we can do some goofy movies on here from time to time. Uh, <laughs> so, full spoilers for the movie then. So, we mentioned the presenter, who's really, like, you know, into it. Like, he, he uh, you know, he's like... Because uh, because the first time someone gets killed, no one gets sad. This is the weird thing. No one is sad that people are dying, right? He's, no. he's just like, and that's the first point on the well, board. Frank except for the wife. Except well, except for the wife. Which we see later. And I was going to get to that because there's also this kind of TV presenter woman who is there to do all the gossipy stuff, right? And there's literally yeah. a scene after the first person, this construction worker gets killed. Frankenstein. Uh, no, actually, no, it's not Frankenstein. It's uh, it's Machine Gun Joe. Uh, machine it's, Gun. It's Stallone. Yeah. Uh, he he gets this construction worker, uh, and blood sprays everywhere as he hits him. Uh, he's like, oh, he got his first points. Soon after this, it cuts to like so that this, the, the women presenters like, okay, and I'm here with the widow now of our first victim, and because you're congratulations. the congratulations, yes, because <laughs> your husband was the first points on the board, you have won a trip to. Da, da, da. like what is it she's just she's uh, got like mascara yeah. running down her cheeks which is like i'm so happy <laughs> thank um, you for all the things the gifts <laughs> it's gold I, I i guess the first thing i mean i'll t- actually i'll talk about the pit stops first because that's really if i have a complaint about the structure is that i thought it was really weird how with two pit stops where they stop in like various cities like they both end the exact same way with there kind of been a debate whilst uh, the woman, uh, what's her name, Annie, uh, the you know uh, Frankenstein's navigator, like she gets naked and we get something to do, fine, whatever, and it ends with them having sex. That's the and that's the the, the first pit stop. But then the mm-hmm. second pit stop, he's a little suspicious that she might be like you know double crossing him. But then they just talk it out. She gets naked and they have sex, and they both end in like really similar ways. I'm like. Why did we do this twice? Like, we didn't. We didn't have to do it twice. <laughs> it was weird. Because boobs. Um. I, I guess. Well, the first pit stop has a scene where they're all getting massages and they're all naked. Uh, yeah, and then two of the women start like cat fighting. Yeah, whilst naked. It's almost like they're pandering Tara. It's. It's. You think? It's almost like. Huh. <laughs> I, I wonder how confused Stallone was. He's like, I finally made it a Hollywood movie. I'm not doing softcore porn anymore. And then that <laughs> happened. <laughs> this was a tr- transitional film for him, Tara. Transitional. That's right, that's right. Yes. Um, and they, they get all mad. But obviously, one of the things that happens on the first day then, so the first day, we have our first kill. Uh, Frankenstein's kill. So he's he, he's driving past this old folks' home, this old retirement hospital. Yeah. And all the but, nurses are, are are purposely putting out old people onto the road because old people are worth a lot of points. Yeah, and they refer to it as this is the annual euthanasia uh, like <laughs> ceremony where they put all these old people out in the street for the, the drivers to like kill them. Um, yeah. And that really made me laugh. The, the, them calling this euthanasia really made me laugh. Um, but there's a swerve here because Frankenstein literally swerves instead of like running over all the old people he takes a sharp right and goes up through the like the uh, the porch of the hospital and knocks down all the nurses and doctors <laughs> who put them yeah. out there <laughs> but we don't see like we don't we don't see the car going through everybody we just see like all the Bodies. nurses and doctors yeah. popping out of the top it's so funny <laughs> oh so good um and it's actually because obviously the, the big so so annie is working with the resistance and she's got a plan with the resistance mm-hmm. uh that's kind of a real plot if you will uh but something this is kind of the first hint in the movie that he frankenstein probably secretly is against the president as well like he wants to change things yeah. too because he intentionally went after the people who were trying to kill the old people and not the old people themselves um yeah. so that was the first time i went okay so he's secretly against all this too he's he's kind of an anti-hero uh, and by the end of the movie, he's probably going to save the day. Cool, whatever. But the other big thing is that the resistance themselves, who are run by this old woman, that's Annie's grandmother, they actually set a trap for the uh, the first the, the Greek mythology car. Uh, yeah. they, they, they have they have them pretend to have like a picnic, and it's like a, it's a guy with a mustache, but he's got like a wig on. He'd be like a wife, and uh, they leave like a doll on the picnic like blanket. And uh-huh. the car's like, oh, look at that. There's a picnic. There's a baby. Oh, baby's worth so many points. They just left the baby there. <laughs> yeah. But obviously there's a bomb. It explodes and kills them. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> so they're all a little bit tetchy uh, when they get to the first pit stop about, like, oh, are they hunting us all? Like, do we have to be careful? 
Doing yeah, because I think it's right after that explosion happens that the the woman from the resistance coat like takes over the TV and mm. sends out a message about the resistance. And so, but the but everyone involved in the race is trying to cover it up. So they're saying, oh, they're not dead. They're she's, they're just out of the race. And she, yeah, she gets on the radio and she's like, if you are listening to this, my name is Joni Connor, and you are the resistance. <laughs> Yeah, there's some there's some proto Terminator. <clears throat> I think uh, James Cameron might have been a fan of Death Race 2000. No, no, only Terminator Salvation. This is <laughs> this is nothing to do with the, the little Terminators. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it reminds me of John Carter doing his resistance bollocks on the radio. Mm. And that one, have you? Do we, have right. to, do we have to do we have to redo? Ter- do we have to redo Terminator <laughs> Salvation already? Is, is that what I'm learning no. here? No, <laughs> I, I blocked it from my brain. <laughs> There's no room. I'm like Kelly Bundy. Every time I watch a new movie, I have to get rid of an old one. <laughs> Do you know what? This is not me cracking an age joke about you, but for some reason, the first thing that popped in my mind about uh, Kelly Bundy from Married with Children is an episode where she's with her friends and they're talking about the future. And she's like, mm-hmm. you know, before we know it, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll hit that day. The big 2-5. And they, look, they all look really scared. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. I enjoy Married with Children. That was a good show. I agree. That was a good it show. It, it has its ups and downs, but like yeah. the, 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 the highs are really high. Yeah, no, I agree. And Kelly Bundy doing the trivia, sports trivia, is the highest, I think. <laughs> That's where I learned about the thing with her brain that I think I also have. <laughs> okay. So only okay. so much space. Only so much space, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, a second day... Probably my favorite car-related shenanigans. Uh, you refer to it as the Looney Tunes kill. So the, <laughs> the the resistance put up a sign saying, you know, uh, diversion, right? You know, detour, yeah, or detour, yeah, whatever. Uh, go this way, and they, then they put out like uh, a cardboard cutout of the tunnel, and it looks the same as the tunnels that are in this area because we see them going to a real tunnel at one point, and uh-huh. it looks the same. They've got like a cardboard painting of a tunnel with a black curtain for the tunnel part that they've put at the edge of a cliff. <laughs> so we see the Nazis, and this makes it funnier. It's the Nazi ones, but they literally because yeah, they have a rocket like on their car. Yeah, they they, they do a, a quick turn and they're going through the tunnel, and it just cuts to them like screaming and falling down the, the cliff. <laughs> it's delightful. It's absolutely delightful. Yeah, very um, Acme Laboratory. In fact, it's, it's the start of the second uh, day actually that Frankenstein does a U-turn at the start of the race. And runs down like the head of the uh, the race, like you know, the, you know the president of the racing committee or whatever. It is. Yeah, he he's like a religious figure. Yeah, um, and then there's this debate where like because they hear about it in the radio and the cars and Stallone's like, oh that doesn't count, that doesn't count for points. You, you can't you know, knock down religious figures. And the presenters like on t- on TV is like, well, you know, we don't know if we can count that because you know, like uh-huh. it's, it's, it's unprecedented that we have to. Keep, oh, I've just got the word in. It gets a little note. I just, I just got the word in. The Frankenstein's points do count. Yeah. <laughs> And he's so excited by it, and it comes back to Stallone. And Stallone is just livid, um, and yeah. just mad because he, they also he's mad every time someone says something about Frankenstein and not him. Yeah, because there's also there's also I seen I think in the first pit stop where Frank Frankenstein meets like a fan mm. from the fan club, and she's like, "I want you to meet me, so it'll mean something." And then I think the second day is when like all the fans of Frankenstein come out and. She like sacrifices herself for points, mm-hmm. and I don't yep. know. I I thought maybe that was supposed to be like his turning point. Like I know he did it with the, with the nurses or whatever. But I still believe him when he says he wants to win. I think this is where it's supposed to be. Like uh, it does mean something. Well, no, he always wanted to win because his whole plan was to shake the hand of the the president because he's got because his fake hand's got a grenade in it. He's got a hand grenade, and <laughs> his hand, yes. Yes. That uh, is. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned like the reason he's called Frankenstein is because he's had like every body part replaced at some point because well, he always gets crashes. He claims that the, the hand's the only one that actually because because it, 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 he's, he's got this gimp mask on and it looks like he's all burned underneath. But when he takes the gimp mask off, you find out the burn part is actually part of the mask and he's actually just normal looking. 
I don't know. He's she's talking to him in the first night, and she's like, "So, what parts have you been replaced?" And he's like, "I'll show you." <laughs> uh, oh, before I mention, actually, you mentioned that uh, Stallone gets upset every time they they cheer for Frankenstein or talk about Frankenstein. When he when he arrives at the start, because Frankenstein comes in last, uh, and they all start, you know, you know, saying they're all booing him or they're chanting for Frankenstein. Stallone pulls out like a shotgun and just starts firing into the crowd, and no one reacts to it. No one screams. No one like everyone's still cheering. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> it was like, very like a uh, like WWE style. All, all I could think was like, are you like are these blanks? Is it just like a for show? But it, it just I was thinking that too. I was expecting to see a bunch of people with squibs like in the audience. Yeah, I, I was maybe they couldn't afford it. <laughs> I was really, no one reacted to it. I mean, that 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 today's a mass shooting. Like, and yeah. in this movie, it's just no one's noticing. It's weird. Uh, this is just yeah, part of sports now. We yeah. love our violence. And they also tricked uh, Stallone because they kind of implied that they were going down this detour, this little side mm-hmm. route. And they send him down this, and he's like debating whether I should take it or not. And he ends up getting stuck and has to go back to the the the, the highway. And so he's yeah, he loses time. So he, yeah, he's really pissed about that. Uh, however, the the construction guy who talks to him, uh, he actually has a really weird line because he, he says something like, "I think I've seen you before. I'm the biggest fan." I was like, "That's a oh, weird. Yeah. That's a weird pair of lines." Like, if he said like, "Oh, you're this guy. I'm a big fan." Fine. Uh, Oh, you're this guy. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen you. That fine, but he says, "I think I've seen I'm you before." I'm your biggest fan. After he doesn't know yeah. who he is, <laughs> immediately to I'm your biggest fan. Uh, but it pisses off Stallone so much that he gets in the car and circles round and tries to kill him, uh, and eventually does and tramples him. And he's in the water. He's like he's in like a shallow pool of water, and he uh-huh. runs over him. So that's that's how he kills him. That's uh, yeah. That's that. <laughs> With uh, the weight. Yes, and the resistance try to like. Uh, swap out Frankenstein by setting a trap but he's too good and he gets around it and he kills the, the fake yeah. Frankenstein and he's suspicious because that's when uh, that's when his uh, alarm bells ring about his navigator because she said mm. let's take this detour I think it would be good and <laughs> goes down that road and immediately walks into an ambush yeah, although he covers for her later because he makes her drive for a little bit and then covers for her when he when someone's asking him like, but did she like give you that idea? Was this on her? And he's like, no, no, it was me. He said no. Yeah. So you know, well, he doesn't want to get pulled from the race. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and of course, actually, another one that I liked a lot is uh, Calamity Jane. Her uh, navigator gets killed on the second day. She's still in the race, but he's actually doing some mechanics work. He's like under the car and. Yeah. The, it's, just, it's the Nazis because it's right before they die uh, they just like I knew it was coming it was so obvious they were yeah. going to do this but they just run over him as he's like halfway under the car and you just like start to have to tumble and then Jane just shouts oh you sons of bitches I'll kill you for that <laughs> yeah that was good there's also like right in the beginning where there's a guy dressed up as a matador and he's because their car mm. looks like a bull like he's just toying with them trying to get them to run him over and they just get the blanket instead or the the whatever he's using the red sheet instead yeah it was pretty funny it was pretty good pretty good uh <laughs> so basically stallone has learned from what frankenstein did the first day or the second day because in the start of the third day he actually because what well, they have a fight right there's a whole scene where stallone because he's pissed that he was tricked by the navigator but annie to go on this detour that he comes down looking for and it's it gets really violent like he basically says he's going to kill her like he's, he's strangling mm-hmm. her and he's like oh you've got like a minute to live like i'm going to kill you uh but frankenstein shows up and they have what might be the lamest fight i've ever seen in a movie it is so bad looking uh like, i know between rocky and bill and I know. david carradine how is it so bad <laughs> but it's just it's so badly choreographed and filmed uh the stuntmen were really obvious when well at least one of them because carradine's got enough leather over his face that you can kind of <laughs> like yeah. get away with it a bit more uh but it's a terrible tale of fight scene but they Stallone gets beat up and the next day his like his pit crew that are like sort of getting his car ready are like sort of like joking like oh hey see the other guy you know mocking him so when the horn goes off Stallone just goes out in reverse and runs down his own pit crew for (laughs) for a cool 40 points 20 a piece but they can't but they can't can't. if only you had women 
pit crew. Ended up in 60 points. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know the elderly and children are worth more. Yes. Yes, there's a whole point I think they, they're section. worth the most. Mm. But if you can get a mother with her child, I think it's also worth like a lot of points or something. Is it a multiplier? Like, you know, so you get the, the 30 for the mother and then like say the 50 for the child, but then it's a multiplier because you're getting them together. Like it's like a, a two for... Mm. Which, by the way, how do they even know what they're hitting? Is there sensors in the car? Is there like... <laughs> I don't know. I imagine this is being broadcast to everybody. Where are the cameras then? <laughs> I don't know. There's a camera filming the, the whole time. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's just some logical holes here that I think it's, it's fine <laughs> to point out. I mean, I'm still having this fun. This is the future of 2000, okay? Clearly they have tree cameras by then. Mm -hmm. The future of 2000 when we were both children. Yes. <laughs> yes, children. <laughs> we were still a child. Uh, sure. 15's a child, all right? How dare you say my age? <laughs> Why are you giving me all these looks like, oh, like I'm being inaccurate? <laughs> I'm trying to argue that you were a child. That is me saying you were young. A teenager, yeah. As it ramps up, uh, Jane, unfortunately, uh, gets killed because she's lured next to a landmine. And she doesn't actually hit the landmine right away. She's actually, it's when she's reversing and like sort of doing like this like five point turn. <laughs> mm -hmm. She ends up backing into it eventually and, and it blows up. But, uh, I mean, she did kill some of the people who planted it at least, I think. So, I mean, that was, yeah, yeah that's some. Um, Stallone gets it when Annie pulls out the grenade hand <laughs> from, from uh, Frankenstein. And she has it. to unscrew it. Yeah. <laughs> And throws it into the car, and then they blow up. Um, and he, it's when he reveals that he's got a grenade in his hand that he's like, no, I, I want to win because I want to shake hands with the president and then use this on him. I have a hand grenade. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a metal hand with a grenade imprinted on it. <laughs> um, it has a pin. You have to pull the pin. But when they get to the finish line... Uh, oh, what's, what's really good, though, is that when he does... Which he does take off the hand. He's like, well, you're going to have to use the stick shift for me. That's funny because he doesn't have a hand. <laughs> I'm glad you explained that joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because he doesn't have a hand. <laughs> but do you get it? Like, I get it, yes. <laughs> the hand is gone. Yes. He needs to shift. Yes. I know you don't drive. so. I, un I understand the concept well enough. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. It's a funny movie. <laughs> so when they get to the finish line, Frankenstein goes up to the president and it's like, but he's not getting his grenade anymore. How does this work? And basically, mm -hmm. like, the old woman, like, shows up and takes a shot at Frankenstein and then we find out that it's actually Annie. She switched places with him. Frankenstein's lying in wait in his underwear in the car, pops up and then drives into the, the little, like, sort of, like, podium they've built uh for the, this little ceremony for the president yeah. yeah and the fall alone kills the president and for some reason in this world if you kill the president <laughs> that you means the president. you become you the president, become president. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh it's like shogun shogun rules like <laughs> it's like uh the chronicles of riddick that they're actually taking the rules from chronicles of riddick yeah. or, or like klingon rules if yeah. you want to if you want to be the you know lieutenant commander you have to kill the one who's the lieutenant commander now or, or, or to go to go to a wrestling uh interpretation to, to quote rick flair to be the man you got to beat the man <laughs> there's plenty of examples of this yes. in history <laughs> of course so basically the music swells up and the music transitions with the new scene and turns into dun 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 dun, dun. and i'm like what the hell they're getting mad Frankenstein and, and Annie are getting married. Yep. This and movie the did... whole time they are also dictating laws. Yeah, they're actually <laughs> they're getting questioned by the press on the way out of the church, and they're saying, "Oh, what's your first? You know, you know, as Mister and Mrs. President, what are you going to do first? It's like, oh, well, we're going to give power back to uh, minorities, and we're going to abolish the the race, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And the presenter, who's been really enthusiastic about movies, like, what? You can't abolish the race. It's violent, and Americans love violence. You can't do that. Yes. So of course the movie ends with Frankenstein and his, you know, just married car. 
running over the presenter as the rest of the press just kind of clap and don't yep. care that a man's just been murdered in front of them. They don't give a yep. shit. That's just Frankenstein doing what he does. Yep. yep. Uh, so, yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's full of plot <laughs> holes. social commentary? <laughs> th- th- I mean, there is technically some social commentary in here, but it's like social commentary if, like, I don't know, it's like a gorilla throwing paint at a wall. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. there but it's 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 it's, it's, it's you know it's it's, it's uh it's not the the heart of the movie the heart of the movie is just how dumb and fun it is uh it's as violent wacky races and on on that premise i can get on board and have have a fun with all the the various kill scenes and cookie characters yeah, and and whatnot that's that's what it is cookie is a good word for it <laughs> <laughs> I love how some of the, the attachments in the cars, like the teeth and stuff like that, are like sort of like wobbling. Like you know, it's not like they're metal or yeah, like welded onto well, the car. When, when Carradine and and Stallone are having that fight, like he pushes Stallone like right up to the blade that's on the car, and the car and the blade is like clearly made of foam and plastic. Like yeah. it's not threatening at all. Yeah. If anything, they held on the shot so long. It, it looked the sort of shot that might go to a freeze frame. And then, like, go to a 2B continuous or something like that. But it's just them yeah. holding on, on him, like, his face close to it for, like, you know, 20 seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, you should have cut away by now. Come on, come on. Yeah, we really didn't need a, a close-up of the poorly designed, um, cheap, you know, fake mm. metal. <laughs> Probably a bad call. Yeah, really, really weird. But, you know. Um, so here's Just a, crazy enough to work. Here's a funny thing. So, uh... Junior Bruce, who I think is uh, the presenter. Let me just click on his image here and make sure that's who this is. Yes, that's the presenter. So his name is Don Steele. He was not credited as Don Steele, though, uh, on its own. He was credited as the real Don Steele. Oh. Please stand up. I don't know why. Was there a phony? Um, also, I mean... Maybe because we- real and steel kind of... Rhyme, yeah. yeah. Rhyme. Um, it, it kind of sounds like a porn name. I'm not going to lie. Was this guy in porn before this? Like, <laughs> it's entirely possible. I I wouldn't be surprised if most of the cast were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. We already know about Stallone's history. Hmm. Party of Kitty and Studs <laughs> or something like that. I didn't even know the name of it. You clearly know more about por- Stolen's it's porn. It's famous. History. I've never seen it, but like, it's famous. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Carradine uh, died in two thousand nine. Okay, it's been a decade. Yeah. It's been eleven years. Over. Yeah. Uh, in Thailand, I don't, I don't remember it was in Thailand he died. That was that's interesting. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, Death Race two thousand, and it's definitely left me itching to check out Death Race twenty fifty. <laughs> like how does it hold up when it doesn't have a 70s charm and it has like a 2017 charm instead like does it translate yeah. does it work yeah I, I'm curious especially after those reviews that you read up they sound like it's uh, worth checking out hmm. yeah. I mean let's see if they were able to establish the utopia that they had promised to the, the two presidents president and mrs president Yes, yes, Mr. and Mrs. President, as they put it. Yes. Uh, so, now we'll see. And just think, one day there'll be a podcast, probably not us, because we may be dead, but in 2050, there'll be a podcast saying, hey, this is what they thought 2050 would be like. Ha 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 ha. not going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> By then. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll only just be hitting 60. Okay, fair enough. But still, <laughs> the, point, the point remains. That's true podcasting is now obsolete we, we, uh, we only send messages through our minds it'll be hologram podcasting it'll be the ace hologram edition with two elderly people Ugh, i should probably start working out <laughs> <laughs> tara with her white hair yeah mm-hmm. I'll face look, for radio i'll look like john hammond <laughs> It'll be delightful. I don't know what that'll look like. Probably my mom. <laughs> look at disgusting your face there. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so that basically does it then. That, that's uh, Death Race 2000. 
uh you can let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff you can get us on the twitters at the ace podcast you can of course support us by rating the podcast on apple podcast give us five stars more people will find us that way you can share us on the social media and of course financially you can give us some money over at patreon.com slash tv as we mentioned earlier and get some bonuses for your troubles um but that's it uh, tara why don't you promote something that else we do should we rate the movie oh shit i forgot yeah we have to rate the movie <laughs> that's movie defies ratings that's why i didn't even think about it uh tara what would you give death race 2000 it's it's hard to rate because it's a really bad movie that is just is 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 just bad enough to be good mm-hmm. uh it's certainly not a great movie but it, it leaves me wanting more so it seems like it's too high, but I'm still going to go with it. I'm going to go with a seven. Sometimes we're just in sync too much because I'm also going to go with a seven. Uh, <laughs> and I, I actually rated it seven on Letterboxd before we recorded this, so the proof is oh, there. Yeah. I don't use that anymore, so I don't even know. I was not swayed by Tara. I I gave it that first, but no, it's just a good time. It's just fun. Our periods are in sync. Finally. I don't know what to say to that. There's <laughs> <laughs> two movies in a row. We rated the exact same thing. <laughs> we are, yeah, in lockstep. It's 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 a compliment. It's good. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so yes, thank you, uh, Tara. Why, why don't you uh, promote something while I try and regain my sanity after <laughs> that comment? Yes. Uh, if you um, like science fiction, we also are reviewing the um, classic Twilight Zones right now or in season two. Um, you can check out what we think about that. And uh, both Peter and Connor are going through the Star Trek series and they've already done all the original and, and are in season two of Star Trek Next Generation. Highly recommend that one. Hey, we may even uh, be in season yeah. three by the time this goes out. What? Almost done with Shades of Grey. <laughs> we're doing the episode 19 tomorrow recording wise i don't know like oh yeah so well, i don't know when the, this episode's gonna go up but like yeah maybe even season three they are committed yeah so so hopefully these 70s bonus episodes uh for this month whenever they do go up probably april uh are, are enjoyable and you're having fun with us uh checking out these weird old movies uh but that is death race 2000 and we do have several others that we're looking at doing uh at least right now we're recording what we're doing mm-hmm. by the time these go up i don't know we'll probably be doing something else uh, we'll be working through weird 80s movies or something i don't know <laughs> but uh Yes, so that is us though. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching science fiction movies and computer. That's Elsa. Yum, yum.